Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real-life issues that you're facing and how you can overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies, so before we get started, I have some good news that I want to share with you. If you are on the Uncommon Teen email list, you got news of this a couple days ago. Starting Monday, March 21st, which happens to be my birthday, by the way, we are kicking off our next round of Bible studies. And this time, we are talking all about friends. If you want to learn more about this Bible study, be sure to stay tuned to the end of this episode. All right, ladies, so this week we are going to talk about getting back up. Sometimes in life, we have things that happen to us that cause us to become overwhelmed or stressed out or cause some serious anxiety, right? During my high school years, I have to say they really weren't like the worst years of my life, but I had some things that happened during those years that caused me a whole lot of anxiety and stress. So much so that I moved out of my house when I was 15 years old. I actually moved in with my great aunt and uncle. And at first, everything was great. I was there for about four to five months. Everything was going well. And then some of the family members started talking and started some rumors about me. And things started to change. And actually, my aunt and uncle asked me to leave their house and to go back home. The reason why I had to leave my home in the first place was because there was a lot of very, very toxic things that were going on inside my house. And I needed to get out so that I could be relieved of all of that toxicity. So I was able to be relieved of that toxicity for about six months. And then I had to go back home. And not only was there craziness with the family, I also had to fight off rumors and bullying at school. Rumors saying things like I had an eating disorder, which I did not. Some of the other students would come up to me and say things like, you'd never be that skinny if you actually ate food, or I'm amazed that you don't throw up when you bend over to tie your shoes, you know, different things like that. And I remember during that time, it was so hard for me to walk through life. I felt myself isolating and pulling back and kind of just going into this dark place. I don't know if you can relate, but sometimes... We are faced with situations that can seem to overwhelm us or stress us out or cause anxiety. It's almost like they paralyze you. You don't want to leave your room. You don't want to talk to friends. Maybe you just kind of get lost in a book or video games or on social media watching video after video after video. See, the devil knows that if he can get you overwhelmed and if he can get you stressed out or anxious, he can stop you from fulfilling your purpose in life. There's a quote that my pastor says, and he says, somebody's future won't begin until you walk into it. Seeing that you are here right now on earth at this time is proof that God saw a problem that only you could solve. I want you to take a second and think about that. 
You have a purpose. You have a reason that you are here. I want you to think about some of the people that are around you. How many of those people are feeling the same way? They're feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, anxious. Honestly, it's almost like it's a new pandemic. It seems like so many people are so overwhelmed, they're so stressed out, and they're just giving up. They're just complaining or blaming everybody else around them for what's going on. And they're not actually getting to the root of the problem. And it just seems like there's so much division, even among Christians. Daniel 7.25 says, And Satan shall speak words against the Most High God and shall wear out the saints. When he's talking about saints, he's talking about us, Christians. Satan is the one that's behind the attempt to wear us out, to overwhelm us, to cause us stress and anxiety. As I shared, if Satan can convince us to give up, then he keeps you from fulfilling your purpose in life. If he can convince you to blame others, then he can cause division between you and everybody else around you, which causes more pain, more anxiety, and more stress. If he can convince us to turn inward and to shut everybody out and to isolate ourselves, he can keep us from fulfilling our purpose in life. Proverbs 18.1 says, A man or a woman who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. So when we isolate ourselves, we are no longer seeking the desire of God, but we're seeking our own desires, going against all wise choices. You know, I heard this saying recently, and it really struck me. He said, it is our thinking and perspective that determines whether or not we will wear out or if we will thrive. This is why we hear so many people like Joyce Meyer talking about the battlefield of the mind. Our minds are a battlefield. The devil is constantly attacking our minds with negative thoughts, with thoughts of things like we're not good enough, or we can't do enough, or we can't be enough, or that we don't look good enough. If we give in to those thoughts, he wins. So he's going to keep attacking and attacking and attacking our minds to see if he can get through. So what can we do about this? How do we overcome this overwhelm? How do we overcome this stress and this anxiety? Can we overcome it? The answer is yes, you really can. I love these verses that we find in Micah 7, 7 through 8. These verses are key for overcoming the overwhelm. In these verses, Micah is saying, But as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. I love this. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, when I start to feel overwhelmed or stressed out or anxious, I will arise. When I sit in that darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. So the first thing I want to encourage you to do when you feel that overwhelm or that stress or that anxiety trying to come on you is to look up, look to the Lord. There is hope. Colossians 1.27 calls Jesus the hope of glory. And guess what? If you've given your life to Jesus, he is on the inside of you. And that word hope, like we talked about in last week's episode, means to expect good things to happen. Don't expect things to get worse. Expect them to get better. Then I want you to realize that you are stronger than you even know. Nehemiah 8.10 says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you gave your life to Jesus, he gave you his joy. It's on the inside of you. That's where your strength comes from. Philippians 4.13 says, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. 
How does he strengthen you? With his joy. So how do we let God strengthen us with his joy? One of the number one ways we can do this is through praise. 1 Samuel 30 verse 6 talks about a time when David was really struggling. Ladies, David messed up big time. He took another man's wife as his own. Then he had her husband killed in battle, murdered him and several other people in the process. And he just kind of spiraled out of control and he messed up big time. So when he came back to his city, all of the wives were grieving because their husbands had just been killed and they blamed David for it, which honestly, it was David's fault. First Samuel 30 verse six talks about this time. And David was really struggling because he knew he messed up. And this verse says, and David was greatly distressed for the people spoke about stoning him because the soul of the people were grieved every man for his sons and his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. He encouraged himself. You, no matter what you did or what was done to you, can encourage yourself in the Lord through praise. Find some praise music that really is just a prayer to God about his goodness. There are so many songs out there that are just such incredible praise songs. If you need a good place to start, go into the Uncommenting app. And if you don't have that app yet, you can go to uncommentingapp.com. If you go into that app, there is a tab that says worship playlist. Click on that worship playlist. There are 10 songs in there that you can worship to. One thing that I love about worship is that when we worship, it takes us to a higher place where we begin to see things from God's perspective. Psalm 61.1 says, hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry out to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I love that thought process because when we are looking to God for the solution to our problems, it's like he raises us up on top of the mountain. I don't know if you've ever seen like the Rocky Mountains or even the Appalachian Mountains. When you're down in the valley and you're looking up those steep cliffs, you can't really see anything that's around you other than those cliffs that are right in front of you. But if you are on the peak of those mountains, you can look out and you can see for miles and miles and miles. And that's exactly what this verse is saying. It's saying, take me out of the valley, God, where I can't see things properly. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed. I can't see things the way that you would see them. Bring me to you, Lord. Bring me to the rock that is higher than I. Put me on the top of that mountain so that I can look out and see things from your perspective. And that is what praise does. It gives us God's perspective. The second thing that we can do is get into the word of God like our life depends on it. Because ladies, it does. Your life depends on it. Find some verses and start to speak them over yourself and over your life. Joshua 1.9 says, and this is God speaking, and he says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That word dismayed means to fall face down and bow down to the fear and the confusion that's in front of you, like it's your master, like it's ruling over you. So he's saying, don't be afraid. Don't bow down to that fear. Don't bow down to that overwhelm, that confusion. It's not your master because God is with you. Romans 8.31 tells us that if God is for us, who can be against us? Ladies, we have God on our side. Psalm 118.6 says that God is on our side. We will not fear. When we're feeding on the word of God and when we're speaking the word of God, that those feelings of overwhelm and stress and anxiety, they can't stay. 
And then the next thing I want to encourage you to do is fight those feelings. We live in such a world where we bow down and worship our feelings. And God did give us our emotions. He did give us feelings. They are real. I totally get that. I'm not saying that. But God never said to let your feelings run your life, that your feelings are in control. God said, no, I'm in control. If you look to me, I will help you with your feelings. When you're feeling that way, I encourage you to fight it. And you fight it by doing what? By praising and getting into the word of God, just like we shared. Ladies, you are stronger than you even realize. And then the last thing I want to encourage you to do is not to isolate yourself. Get around other Christians, other people who are going to build you up and encourage you in your walk with God. When we are isolated, we are on our own and we're listening to the thoughts that are in our head and those thoughts are being placed there by the enemy. But when we're around other people who love God and who are encouraging us, those thoughts can't stay. Ladies, don't stay isolated. Don't go off into yourself when you have these feelings. Talk to people that you can trust about it. Have them pray with you. Ladies, I want you to know that I am praying for you every single day. All right, ladies, as we say every single week, and I really want you to believe it in your heart when you repeat this after me, I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, now it is time to talk about our next Uncommon Teen Bible Study, and I am so, so excited about this one. I get so many emails from you all each week, and I would say about 95% of those emails have to do with friendships. I honestly believe that friendships are one of the most challenging areas, but also can be one of the most rewarding areas that you will navigate as you walk through your teen years and honestly, your life. I want you to know, though, that I've been listening to you, and that is why our next Uncommon Teen Bible Study is going to be on friends. But know that this is more than just a normal Bible study. This is going to be an eight-week experience, as I like to call it, where you get to hang out with other teen girls online who love God and are going after Him with all of their heart. We just finished up our last Bible study, and let me tell you, it was so powerful. Each and every one of these girls that were in this Bible study, oh my goodness, so blessed my heart. If it's just for getting to meet these incredible ladies, I would say that it's all worth it. But there's so much more in this Bible study. We're going to be talking about things like, what does a good friend look like? Does it really matter if my friends aren't Christians? How do I become a good friend? What happens if I'm being bullied or facing peer pressure to do things that I don't want to do? How can I pray for my friends, the friends I have now, and also for the friends that God's going to be bringing to me in the future? We're going to be talking about all of these things and so much more. All you need to do to get more information is to talk to your mom or your dad and have them go into the Uncommon Teen app. Again, if you don't have the Uncommon Teen app, you can get it at UncommonTeenApp.com. It's for both Android and for Apple devices, and you can download it there. Then click on the tab that says Friends Bible Study. 
When your parents click on that tab, it will lead them to a calendar where they can schedule a call with me to learn more about the Bible study and how they can get you signed up. All right, ladies, the last day to schedule a call with me to get into this Bible study is going to be Saturday, March 19th. If you're listening to this after March 19th, this round of Bible studies unfortunately will be closed, but be on the lookout because we have more coming in the near future. All right, ladies, have a great day and we will see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.